BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, Jamsters, what's going on? I hope everybody's having a fantastic weekend. This is John from the Suns Jam Session podcast coming to you live, whether you're watching live or not coming to you live, if you're listening at a later time, but here to do a jam session short, a jort, if you will. Why? Well, because it's that time of the year and the Phoenix Suns season is over and there's not a lot of news about Phoenix right now. We're, we're patiently waiting to hear what the decisions will be around the head coaching position for the Phoenix Suns. The NBA draft is a month away. The free agency is a little over a month away, you know, a month and a half, if you will. So there's just not a lot to talk about. So I thought I'd come to you today and just talk a little bit and give you my thoughts on this jam session short about the, the San Antonio Spurs winning the Wemby sweepstakes, right? I mean, it's one of those things that as a Suns fan, we, we can't always be happy for the Spurs, right? I mean, we shouldn't be. And yeah, this has nothing to do with Phoenix, but this is 100% to do with how I view the Spurs getting Wemby through the eyes of a Phoenix Suns fan. And I thought I'd get together with this little Jordan just and talk about it with you a little bit. And for those of you who know, I, I write for brightsideofthesun.com. And once a week, I put together an article called Center of the Sun. And it's kind of a weekly recap, week to week for the Phoenix Suns. And I've been doing it for just shy of a year now for the website. It publishes every Monday morning. And that's the subject that I decided to go down and, and choose to 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 write about on this week's center of the sun article was the, the, how I feel about the, the Spurs winning Wemby. And I thought, you know what? I, I like to write. I love to write. I thought I'd put it out there in audio form too. So those of you who don't like to read or you, you get easily distracted or unless it's in bullet point formation, you just, you, you can't consume the information. I thought I put it out there in audio form too. So I wanted to give you my thoughts on the sun's, 
uh, or through the sun's filter, if you will, about Victor Weminyama. So I'm going to, I'm going to quote a lot of things that I've, I wrote earlier today, decided to go live here. There will be no Matthew. It's a Saturday. He's living his life. You know why? Cause he's cool. I'm very uncool. This is what I do on a Saturday afternoon. I sit around and I talk about the Spurs getting Wemby. And that happened four days ago on the 16th. The Spurs won the NBA lottery and were blessed with one of the top prospects that this NBA has seen in quite some time. There's been some talk of it being, you know, the, the greatest prospect ever. Okay. Like LeBron James was an amazing prospect. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is probably the greatest prospect ever. So already the hype around Victor Wembanyama is beginning. And obviously with the Spurs winning, that affects us as Suns fans because it's going to be in our conference. And it's a, it's a team that as Suns fans, we, we love to hate. You know, Victor Wembanyama, seven foot five, 220 pounds, coming out of French, playing for the Metropolitan 92s. Uh, if you look at how the odds played in their favor. The Spurs were one of four teams, essentially, that had a 14% chance at the number one pick. And, you know, the Spurs are the ones who got it, right? Detroit had a shot at it. Houston did. Charlotte did. Although Charlotte only had a 12.5% chance to get the first overall pick. It was San Antonio who ultimately got it. And, of course, they lucked into the number one pick, right? Like, why wouldn't they? After all... It isn't the NBA for the past 35 years unless San Antonio has a dominant big man, right? Well-scripted well NBA, well-scripted indeed. That's one of those, those Matthew things, right? Oh, the NBA, is, it's, it's, all, uh, it's all written. It's all scripted when it comes to the draft. It's all a, a bunch of baloney. Well, it kind of feels that way. And yeah, I'm feeling a little bit spicy. You know why? It's Phoenix in May, which means that the echoes of our past defeats are at the forefront of our consciousness. I'm writing the the Center of the Sun article, and I, I, I always do a section that talks about this week in Sun's history. And, of course, May 27th, 2010 was the Ron Artest put back, and that kind of got me in this mood of, of remembering all of our scars that we have as Suns fans. And I was recently going back and forth with somebody on Twitter about NBA rivalries. When the Phoenix Suns clinched their playoff berth this season, they did it against the Spurs, and I was like, it's even better that it happened against the Spurs, right? And of course, somebody's going back and forth with me and, and they were saying, it's, you know, it's, you shouldn't dislike the Spurs after all these years because it's ridiculous. That's their point of view, that it was different players on different rosters that I disliked and seen as the San Antonio Spurs have a 39.4 winning percentage over the past four seasons, haven't made the postseason. I should quote unquote, get over my son's disdain. And to that, I say, get bent. You know, sports hate, right? Like, it's not real hate. I don't wish horrible things upon these individual players and their families or members of their fan base. Like Twitter, sports hate is just not real. It lives in the not well-furnished space of the brain that makes grown men buy jerseys with other grown men's names on it. It's where neon signs are cool and posters on the wall are allowed to be hung and not stored in the garage by our wives. I only really... Like I only realistically wish upon my fake enemies what I they've done unto me, and that's emotional sports damage. Sports hate is part of the fabric of every fan base, right? Like it, it's what welds us together at the seams, and it creates a culture. Heck, we even sports hate our own players. Just look at DeAndre Ayton, right? That tears the fan base apart. 
But when it's brought on by the misery of defeat, we will always have that. And those teams and those players and those situations will always live rent-free in our head as sports fans. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Spurs fans who are watching this are going to be reading my article on brightsideofthesun.com when it's published Monday morning. Know this. You do live rent-free in my head. You go ahead and enjoy your five championships, your Hall of Fame centers, and your ugly color palette, your Victoria Silvestep Playmate of the Year, and your creative you that fits perfectly into your logo. You enjoy that, Okay. I have my fractured memories and the fact that we swept you in the 2010 Western Conference semifinals to hold on tightly as I fire off my tweets of aversion. I'm wearing a shirt that I got at game one or two of the 2010 NBA uh, Western Conference semifinals. <laughs> I mean, I'll hold on to it. That's that's what I do. The, the Spurs negatively affected my mid-20s in a way that's irreparable. And I've talked about it multiple times on the pod, but going to the local bars throughout Phoenix during the early 2000s and, and 2010 and watching playoff basketball with friends and fans alike were memorable times. Like, I'm 40 now. I don't do anything cool. I'm Like I said earlier, like I'm, I'm literally recording a podcast on a Saturday afternoon instead of doing something cool. Back then... I could recklessly spend what I wanted to on 24-ounce beers and wings because I all I had was myself. Now I have a family. I got a mortgage. We just had a fridge delivered. Like That's like a thing now. Like I got a new fridge. That's the highlight of the week because the old fridge was on the, on the skids. And I have high cholesterol and plus hangovers. Who needs that crap, right? So those moments of Suns community were a chance to feel something unique and special. And the Spurs in 2005 and 2007 and 2008 – they ended the season in creatively screwed up ways that left sports scars. There's bloody nose Nash, Bruce Bowen kicking people in the nuts, Robert Ori's hockey audition tape, Manu Janos bleed, Tim Duncan three pointers, 3,000 shots of Eva, Eva Longoria on the sideline. Scars, baby. Scars brought on by the Spurs. So, yeah, I will continue to sports hate the Spurs. I will continue to be anything anti-good that happens to their organization. I'll continue to be petty. That's what sports are all about, right? Someday our time will come. Someday we will live rent-free in the minds of opposing fan bases. And by we, I mean the Suns, because they don't care about me. My wife tells me every time we lose, well, they don't care if you lose. Yeah, you're technically right. But don't tell me to get over it and then delete the receipts, Twitter. That's the funny thing. Is The person I was going back and forth with, they deleted all their tweets. Don't tell me that I should or I shouldn't sports hate the current version of the, an organization that is a rival. Go watch Vanderpump Rules or something. I'll be over here sports hating away. Why? Because as Lester Bang says in Almost Famous, I'm not cool. I'm not cool. So again, Spurs get Wemby because that's that's who they are. And I will not like it. 
I was hoping he went to Charlotte personally. I was hoping he'd end up there. I think with LaMelo Ball and just how the night in the 90s, how that team for a brief moment in time was the cool team. Everybody had a Hornets starter jacket. Like bring back the cool Hornets. That would have been something interesting to see. But no, of course, Wemby goes to the San Antonio Spurs, which once again gives us a reason to sports hate them for the next decade because they're going to be good. They're going to be great. He's going to be good. He's going to be great. So that's all I wanted to pop on here and say. I wanted to thank everybody who who's watching or listening. This is one of those jorts, one of those jam session shorts, and it's something that Matthew and I briefly glossed over was the fact that the Spurs got Wemby on our last pod. So I thought I'd dedicate you know 10 minutes to just, just that, talking about my feelings on Victor Wembenyama going to the Spurs and how I will forever and always sports hate the Spurs. Now, it's something that I'm going to put together this offseason. I'll put together a piece on Bright Side of the Sun and have my Mount Rushmore of Suns sports hate. Who is it? Is it the Spurs? Is it Robert Ori specifically? Is it Mario Ellie in the kiss of death? It's so many, there's so many moments. Is it Ron Artest in his putback on May 27th, 2010? There's so many moments in Phoenix Suns history that have absolutely crushed our souls and hurt our, our, our heartstrings. So many of them to choose from. Comment below who is on your Mount Rushmore of Suns uh, sports hate. I'll consider, you know, because there's so many moments I probably can't even remember them all. I've blocked some of them out of my mind. You know, the Jerry Stackhouse could be up there for what he did to Joe Johnson, you know, in 05. So there's the Mavericks themselves. They deleted the Suns in 06. There's there's a bunch. That's just what it means to be a Suns fan. So, Jamsters, again, thanks for hanging out and absorbing this content. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, please do so. We're so close to 3,000 subscribers. So close. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, all that fun stuff, or don't. Do whatever you want. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Just like I don't want you to tell me how to utilize my sports hate towards the Spurs. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if they didn't make the playoffs for the past four years. You know why? Because that's a team that, while we've been suffering, has been winning won five championships in that time. A team that, even though they didn't make the last four playoffs before that the last time they missed the playoffs was 1997 they went 1997 to 2019 like come on get off of it so jamsters subscribe rate and review hit that thumbs up button and i'm gonna go back to my saturday a very uncool saturday i have to go scrub turtle shit so go home and love your family Hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.